to Embrace Your Beautiful Destiny, a show where we will talk about finding beauty in the most unconventional places in our lives. So every week, we'll talk about dealing with disappointment or overcoming frustration, dealing with stuff that just gets under your skin and derails you. We'll also have amazing guests on here that will be sharing their stories. So I'm your host, Shanna Strange. Let's dive in. I stood on the verge of a mental collapse, holding a bed comforter set in one hand and my phone to my ear with the other. I felt the hot tears streaming down my face mingled with the humiliation of crying over something so ridiculous as this. Why couldn't I just make up my mind for crying out loud? It's just a stupid comforter that no one will see but me and my husband. I don't know what the deal is, right? But I couldn't make up my mind. I had already traipsed around four different stores trying to find the perfect comforter for my bed in my new house. And I had called my husband and cried on the phone with him explaining that I just couldn't make up my mind. And he calmly told me he would help me figure it out when he got back in town. And so how could something so minuscule send me over the edge of a mental breakdown cliff. I needed to pull myself together, but how? Hormone injections, a huge, tall, skinny cinnamon dulce latte with whipped cream on top, or maybe a B12 shot would help. I don't know. It seemed like I needed a huge gourmet cupcake with buttercream frosting and sprinkles. No, no, all of those are just too superficial. This clearly carried the spiritual stamp, and I knew I needed to address my anxiety spiritually. As you see, my husband and I had just walked through one of the most difficult seasons of our life. We sold our business, uprooted from our home of 10 years, and moved, closed our church, shut down my music ministry, and started working full-time in the years leading up to this one moment. We lived in apartments and duplexes for a few years while we waited on our house to sell, and all of that transition left my nerves raw and overworked. I don't know if you can relate to this. So as I stood there attempting to pick out a new comforter set for my bedroom in the house that we finally closed on after waiting four years, I realized the toll of those last few years on my body. I felt completely, I mean completely, incapable of making a decision in that moment. I honestly just wanted to curl up in a ball and melt into the floor. Have you ever ever endured so much stress that you felt like you couldn't even make a simple decision? And that's what stress does to us prolonged Periods of stress make us feel paralyzed, hopeless, and afraid. And really, that's all anxiety is. It's unresolved stress festering into a huge blister that must be dealt with or we risk infection. And apparently, I do not deal well with stress, as evidenced by the fact that I require massage therapy almost every week or my muscles lock down. But still, even with the massages, the stress remains, friends. If you are listening to me right now, you are probably a lot like me, a type A personality. Woohoo! 
You work really hard. <laughs> you get things done no matter the toll it might take on you. You are a goal-driven, probably a perfectionist, and you're independent. That all sounds so good on a resume, but it can destroy a person when those characteristics are not bridled by the Holy Spirit. Their propensity to meet a goal can drain us and send us to an early grave. So, here's what I'm thinking, y'all. How do we deal with our stress so it doesn't become an anxiety trap for us? The answer to this question is an ongoing pursuit for me because I don't like who I become when I'm stressed and anxious. I think we need to practice pausing. Ah, yes, I said pause. Ugh, I hate pausing when I'm in the middle of a project or an idea. It feels excruciating to me to stop and breathe when I'm in the throes of what seems like the greatest idea I've ever had in my entire life. But as I think it through, I feel my neck ache, my head throb, and I fumble through my purse for my ibuprofen. I realize I need a break before I snap my neck in half. It's okay. The project will be there when I get back. I just need a few minutes of resp respite, and then we can jump back in. Ugh, anybody tracking with me here? What do we do when we pause? Anyway, you could read a book. You could go see a movie. What, read a book? Wait, does pe do people still read books? I mean a book that relaxes you all, not just like a how-to book, but like, you know, a fiction book or something, a clean fiction book. Uh, go see a movie, which you can't do right now because of COVID. I guess you could watch something and pretend, you know, on your big screen TV at home and pop some popcorn and pretend like it's movie night. Yeah. Uh, you can go for a walk or a drive. You can jump on a trampoline. That sounds like fun. It might hurt too, though. Roller skate. That sounds like an accident waiting to happen. <laughs> You could play with your kids or your grandkids or your puppy. That's what I do. I play with my puppy. It doesn't matter as long as you like it and it's fun. Wait, fun? Wait, did I just say fun? What is that? That's like speaking a foreign language to a type A kind of girl. But the truth is we are feeling overwhelmed by life and we need a release to get rid of the pressure. Our minds and bodies need a reset. So engaging and a few fun things does that for us. It helps us declutter. Did you know that? Once we get the fun aspect dealt with, we can turn to the spiritual side of pausing. You already know this. You already know this spiritually. You need to pray, worship, meditate on God, fellowship with other believers, Bible study. Sometimes many of us bypass the fun aspect and go straight to the spiritual side of things. And sometimes that works just fine. But other times we need to deal with our physical bodies. That actually, that's actually scriptural. When Jesus ministered to the masses, he oftentimes fed them physical food first. Then he dealt with the spiritual. Sometimes our anxiety is restlessness stemming from something our physical body actually needs. And once we meet that need, we can move on to the deeper issues. Just try this the next time you get stressed or better yet, do it on a regular basis. And see if you seem better equipped to deal with life and avoid the anxiety trap. Yeah, so I'm going to leave you. I'm not going to leave you, but I'm actually going to just read this for you real quick. This is Philippians 4, 6, and 7. Do not be anxious about anything, 
but in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving present your request to God and the peace of God which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus friends thanks for hanging in there with me I just read uh, an entire blog post that I wrote about three years ago um, and I must have been going through a lot because <laughs> I was really stressed. So I wrote that, you know, and it was on my mind this week to release that blog. I've already released it, but to just throw it out on social media and share it with people. And I've had quite a few people reach out to me and say, oh, my gosh, I really needed to hear this. This is I'm going through so much right now. This helped me so much. And so I felt like, you know, I think a lot of us are, are dealing with anxiety. And the truth is we're anxious for nothing. <laughs> like we shouldn't be anxious, but we are. And I really just kind of want to do, I want to look at this Philippians 4, 6, and 7. And I want to give you some, some points that I think can help you deal with anxiety. So um, I read you Philippians 4, 6, and 7. I believe that was the New Living Translation. But I actually want to read it to you in the Passion Translation. I love the way it reads. So it says, don't be pulled in different directions or worried about a thing. Be saturated in prayer throughout each day, Ugh. offering your faith-filled request, faith-filled request, not your sob story, but your faith-filled request. It can't just be a request that's flung out into the universe in a desperate plea to God, but it has to be filled with faith is what he's saying. Uh, before God with overflowing gratitude. I'm talking about not not a, you know, like half-hearted request where you're not very thankful, but like there's so much gratitude. And why? Why is there so much gratitude? Because I know that God's going to take care of me, that God's going to hear my prayer, that he's going to answer my prayer. He's going to meet my need. And I can be, I can come to him from a place of gratitude. Not a place of groveling, not a place of begging, but from this overflowing gratitude. Because I know he's going to meet my need. Tell him every detail of your life. Then God's wonderful peace that transcends human understanding. Man, this is the kind of peace that the world will never experience. They will never experience. You know, people that are, um, everyone that's, in the United States, all over the world, all they're doing is sitting around watching the news and they're they're seeing how bad it is and how many people are dying and how bad the economy is and what's going to happen with the election. Are we just all going to die? Are we going to get nuked by some other country? Or are we going to get COVID and die? Just There's no peace in that. But you know what? If you are a child of God and you're giving every detail of your life over to God, it, and you're you're coming before Him, you're saturated in prayer throughout your day, you're offering faith-filled requests, and you're overflowing with gratitude, guess what? God's wonderful peace that transcends human understanding, it's going to overtake you. And that's something that people who don't know God, people who don't know Jesus, they'll never understand and they'll never experience, and that's heartbreaking. We want them to. But I'm telling you, what we have is amazing, that we can walk through this time in history you know, one of the, probably what we're going through now is, is horrible. I know there are much worse things coming, in my opinion. But definitely a hard time, a challenging time to be alive. 
in the fact that we can live through COVID-19 and have peace. We can live through economic turmoil and have overwhelming peace. We can live through the unknown pressure, the things that are going on in our nation right now, the civil unrest, um, the feeling that you you might uh, get beat up if you go outside. <laughs> you can actually live through that in, in some state of peace because you have given your life over to the Lord in such a way that His peace is just overwhelming you. You know that He's taking care of you. He's guiding you. I've been experiencing this so much lately, so much. I have just been finding myself bursting out into tears and over overwhelming gratitude and in this gratitude, I'm also praying I'm these faithful prayers. I mean, like this scripture is alive to me right now in this season of my life. Like it's never been in my life. I feel like before I would come to the Lord in more of a kind of like begging and pleading and just kind of hoping he was going to do something. But I don't know that it was really filled with faith. And And I think the difference is that I've come to know him in such a way that my request I have so much faith because I know who he is. I've seen him do so much. And I know that there's, there isn't anything he can't do. So this is beautiful. I want to just read this um, sentence again and keep going. Tell him every detail of your life. Then God's wonderful peace that transcends human understanding will make the answers known to you through Jesus Christ. Woo! Mm. Yeah, this... This wonderful peace that transcends human understanding is going to make the answers known to you through Jesus Christ. Y'all, this is amazing. So keep your thoughts continually fixed on all that is authentic and real, honorable and admirable, beautiful and respectful, pure and holy, merciful and kind. And fasten your thoughts on every glorious work of God praising him always and you know it keeps going and it says and then the god of peace will be with you and i'm just so like i'm so loving the scripture i think i'm just gonna like read this every day for the next two months because i, I really love what it's saying it's saying you know instead of fixing your thoughts on your problems and your worries which pull you in different directions if you'll fix your thoughts continually on jesus and all that's real and authentic and beautiful and respectable and pure and holy and blah 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 all that stuff you're going to experience the god of peace not just the peace of god which is what he said earlier the peace of god will overtake you now he's saying you'll experience the god of peace you will have the fullness of god when you do this and uh, i just want to point out to you something really quick that um there's a i did a word study on this uh I don't know, maybe a year or two ago about this anxious. So, um, you know, some translations say uh, be anxious for nothing, which is what I'm calling this episode. But um, this word is interesting because it actually does mean to be pulled in many directions. So let me just kind of read you um, some of the words and the phrases associated with this word. Um to be drawn in opposite directions, to be divided into parts, to go to pieces because of being pulled apart, uh, like the force exerted by sinful anxiety or worry. Woo. This is, it literally means to be divided. 
So what he's saying is, you know, when you worry, when you allow anxiety to take hold, it's like you're being pulled apart in many different directions. And that is the exact opposite of what God wants you to experience. He wants you to experience this whole other realm of living where it doesn't matter what you're going through. It doesn't matter what you're facing. You are full of peace. And I really am excited about that. And I know for some people, they might hear that and go, that's impossible. You have no idea what I'm facing. Well, let me just tell you, we're all facing things that are extremely difficult. I don't care who you are. If you're alive right now, you are facing extremely difficult situations probably. Maybe not in the same areas that I face. It could be family situation. It could be a financial situation. It could be a career situation. There's no telling what it could be, but we're all facing these extremely difficult situations. And I'm telling you, it's possible for you to go through an overwhelmingly difficult situation and have the peace of God and come through that thing, not even, you know, not even smelling like smoke, like come out of that thing being joyful, go through that thing being joyful, being hopeful, being positive, being optimistic, being at peace, being a light to other people, and, and they're around you going, how in the world could someone go through that and, and still have the joy of God? You can because of this. I'm going to read this whole passage one more time before I move on, and I'm going to do it without stopping this time. So Philippians 4, 6 through 8 says, don't be pulled in different directions or worried about a thing. Be saturated in prayer throughout each day, offering your faith-filled request before God with overflowing gratitude. Tell Him every detail of your life, then God's wonderful peace that transcends human understanding will make the answers known to you through Jesus Christ. So keep your thoughts continually fixed on all that is authentic and real, honorable and admirable beautiful and respectful, pure and holy, merciful and kind, and fasten your thoughts on every glorious work of God, praising Him always. And then I'm going to add, and the God of peace will be with you. I believe it actually says the God of peace. No, that's a different one. I was going to say we'll soon crush Satan under his feet. But you know what? Let's see what the rest of that is because I, I really want to know if there is, I know there is, in a different translation. Yeah, so keep your thoughts, and fasten your thoughts. Uh, yeah, follow the example of all that we have imparted to you, and the God of peace will be, be with you in all things. There it is. That's what I was looking for. The God of peace will be with you in all things. I love this, man. This is so rich and so good, and there's just... So many things that that we can draw from, mine from this, and to to I, I believe encourage us in this season of life that that I feel like anxiety is just kind of weighing down on all of us, especially if you're prone to be um, by nature a type A kind of person or or just a person who's extremely aware, you know, of of what's going on and 
what do they need to do to fix it? And, and you just take too much responsibility, you know. So we've already discussed this. I already made this point. But worry or anxiety means to be pulled in many different directions. That's not God's will for you, for sure. And we know how Jesus feels about worry because he talks about it. He talks about how we shouldn't worry, that God knows everything we have need of. If he knows how much the the flowers in the field need and the sparrow needs and the whatever, he knows all of these animals have these needs and the flowers have these needs. How much more is he going to provide for his own children, right? So it's ridiculous to worry. Um, but here's, here's the point I want to make. I really believe this. We worry because we aren't fully dependent on God. The reason that you feel anxiety or worry when you're faced with a situation that looks impossible is because you are depending on yourself to solve the problem. You're depending on yourself to make a way. You're depending on yourself to figure it out. And that's not what we're supposed to do. Have you ever thought maybe God wants to break you of that? And maybe that's one of the reasons you keep getting hit with these impossible situations is because God is saying, hey, um, you know, I, I want to take care of this for you and you won't let me. So let's try this again. Test number 465. Are you going to worry and be anxious? Or are you going to give it to me? Here's the deal. You're, you're always going to be facing things that you cannot fix. It's impossible. Uh, it's just the way it is. You know, even, even if you mature in your faith, you're going to face something even more difficult than what you're facing right now. <laughs> so the best thing to do is just to crucify your independence. So you've got to, we have to crucify our independent nature that tries to fix everything, tries to be our own savior. That's the flesh. You know, it's, it's, it's just thinking, it's not thinking, it's just surviving and what do I have to do to save myself? So we got to crucify our flesh. We have to really become more dependent on God. And I think the more mature we get in the Lord, the more dependent we become. It's actually the opposite of what you think it would be. You think you would become more independent, but you actually learn, oh my gosh, I'm pretty much an idiot without God. So yeah, there's that. So uh, number number two, we need to fully, I mean, we need to constantly refocus our attention on God instead of the problem we face. Now, this is something that you can consciously do when you find yourself focusing on problems. You you need to refocus yourself, your thoughts on God. And then that's, you know, I was talking about that earlier in the blog post that I wrote. You know, there, there are ways that you can do that. Sometimes you do have to deal with your flesh a little bit and get your mind off of what you're facing a little bit. Have a little fun. Do do something creative. Do something. Get away from that thing that you're facing for just a minute and then turn your focus onto the Lord. Um, you know, I, I had a, <laughs> you know, you guys, I'm always honest and, and I don't know any other way to be, but I had a like a breakdown today. I, you know, took on a new job and I'm actually making this podcast episode on a Thursday night at almost eight o'clock because I don't have any other time to do it. And I'm tired and I'm just like, oh my gosh, Lord, help me. But I had, you know, just kind of an impossible situation today at work. And I just cried and threw my hands, my face into my hands and begged and just like, Lord, please, I don't know what else to do. I need you to help me. And you know what he did? He provided uh, my manager was able to step in and fix the situation and 
Um, I just, you know, we're always going to be facing things like that. We're always going to be um, tempted to try to fix it. And I had to just refocus myself on the Lord because I couldn't fix the problem. I, I mean, I'm, I'm feeling like, I don't know if you've ever experienced this in a situation where you're just in over your head. Like you don't really know what you're doing. And that's kind of how I feel <laughs> at this new job. That's how we always feel at new jobs. It just kind of in over your head. And I don't know how I'm going to fix it. I don't know what I'm going to do. And so what I've been doing is just turning on worship music while I'm working. And just, you know, every once in a while when I have just a second in between tasks that I'm doing, just, you know, releasing a, a quick prayer into the Lord, releasing some praise unto the Lord and just getting my spirit reconnected with Him. And, and then when I do have, you know, in the mornings when before I go to work um, in my office, which is like 10 feet across the hallway from my living room. <laughs> So I don't have a commute or anything, so I can't pray on my way to work. But I, you know, just before I start my day, I'm just like really engaging with the Lord. I'm trying to really engage with the Lord and um, get my mind focused and fixed on Him and just declaring with this faithful prayer that, God, I know you're going to help me with this. Like, I'm not going to have to just face this day alone. Like, I don't know how to do a lot of these things that I'm, I've been hired to do because some of these things are new, God, but... I know that you're going to help me. And you can pray that same prayer with whatever you're facing. Maybe you're facing a really hard situation. Maybe you're in the middle of a divorce or maybe you're in the middle of a custody battle and you don't know what you're going to do and you don't know how to fix it. And you, I'm telling you, it's, it's not, the answer is not for you to try to figure out what to do. What did this scripture say? It said, it said, basically, that if I would go to the Lord, tell him every detail of my life, and that I would, I would offer up these prayers throughout the day that are full of faith and have all this gratitude that through that, God would release his will to me. He would make known to me his will through Jesus Christ. That if you want to know what you need to do, the answer is not to try to figure it out. The answer is to release your faithful prayers into God and live from a place of gratitude. He's going to give you those answers as you release those precious, sweet prayer and, and worship to Him. That's the answer, friends. That's the answer for anxiety. So we need to constantly refocus our attention on God because we just we're just like so easily distracted. So easy, easily distracted. We're kind of like cats when somebody gets like a laser out and they're, the cat is over there doing its own thing and then it sees that, you know, the red light and it, it just is like chasing it and chasing it and chasing it and going crazy. That's how we are. We chase the red light and what we really need to do is focus on God. So I also want to just um, bring up this last point to you before we end this episode today and that is to practice pausing. I did talk about that in the blog. Um but I think it's so important. You know, you can't, I realize not every situation is a situation where you can just say, you know, I need a moment. I'm going to go take a pause break. <laughs> but if you have the, the ability to step away from a, a really anxious situation, I encourage you to do it and to pause before the Lord in the moment. Don't wait until, you know, you've blown up and messed everything up thing up but actually in that moment when you feel your anxiety is getting super high and to pause before the Lord and to refocus your attention 
on him. I think that is so helpful. You know, catch your breath, take some deep breaths. I know that's very like non-spiritual, but it actually is going to pull you out of that fight or flight um, nervous system that's running. When you take like a minute or two of deep breaths, it pulls you out of that into your other nervous system that is controlled um, differently and it puts you back into your normal, um, the way your body's supposed to function. But if you're always in fight or flight and the other uh, system is controlling you, just think about this, you're never getting a break, you're never thinking clearly, you're, you're always full of adrenaline, cortisol, you're super stressed out because why? Your body thinks a bear's chasing you basically. Even if it's not a real bear, you put yourself in fight or flight so your body thinks I'm being chased by the bear, I'm about to die. You know, even if it's a situation where, you know, you're just nervous or you have a lot of anxiety about COVID, you know? So now your body is in fight or flight. And so it's so important to just pause and to just breathe. <laughs> breathe. That's one of the ways you can deal with your physical body is to just breathe. And that's why you're always hearing that from doctors and people in the medical community. Um, I have you know, dealt with extremely bad neck problems. And one of the things the physical therapist told me to do was, you know, when you just can't bring any relief to yourself, I want you to take like a minute and just breathe really deep. <laughs> so I know that's not very spiritual, but I think it's very practical and very helpful. So I hope that today you got some things from this episode that can help you with anxiety. And uh, I just want to leave you with just an encouragement to you know, hang on to Philippians 4, 6 through 8 and read that. Read that every day over yourself as you uh, step away from anxiety and into peace. Bless you guys. I will see you soon.